With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two for victory for Australia. Glenn Maxwell to see his first ball. Siraj bowls to him. Maxwell clobbers a ball out to square leg. A dive on the boundary to save it. They'll come back for a second. And Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory. And surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen. Australia has quashed all of India in one night. Biggest moment in Australian sport for the year and arguably the biggest moment in Australian cricket ever. And so many texts and calls came through after that victory saying that it was for them. Manus Labashain, one of the stars of the show, Australian World Cup winning batter who was out there with Glenn Maxwell when those crucial final runs were hit. Part of that match-winning partnership with Travis Head has been good enough to give us some of his time, 58 from 110 deliveries, and it was iconic. Uh, Manus, great to have you on. Thanks for joining me. No, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. It's, um, it's great, to, great to have a chat. You've had a little bit of time for the dust to settle. How do you look back on it now? Um, oh, I mean, there hasn't been too much time, but, I mean, it, it's certainly um, one of my great memories, um, probably one of my greatest memories so far um, since playing for Australia, I think, what we achieved there um, in India against the odds, against um, everything, uh, has just been, yeah, just amazing, I think is the only way I can describe it. So the team aspect first, it was phenomenal. You lost your first two games, was there, a, and you were sort of on the ropes a couple of times. Uh, from a team aspect firstly, were you ever worried? Did you know you'd get it together, you guys? I mean, we knew our capability. I certainly, uh, I certainly know that we knew what we were capable of and uh, what we were able to do. Uh, but I mean, obviously, World Cup it's a knockout tournament. So when you lose two on the bounce and you have, I'm um, staring down the barrel of a um, um, a third loss against Sri Lanka. You know, for 58. Um, you know, they're the moments that we, you know, we just sort of stood up in that moment and won that first game. And I think that really relaxed the boys and then, you know, really opened up the tournament from there for us. And we were able to really flourish from there. And yourself, you weren't in the original squad, so you really had to fight your way to get in. And uh, once you've got the opportunity to fight, you fought so hard, you ended up being the star of the show with Travis Head. It was phenomenal. Uh, the fight, talk us through that. Yeah, I think, um, you know, like I said, when I got dropped from the team, I said to the selectors, I still think I'm the man for the job batting at four and five. And and I said to them, you know, I completely understand that I'm not in the squad and I completely understand that 
um, I haven't been good enough over the last um, year. Um, and, but I was very confident in my ability once um, I got into, you know, playing back-to-back ODI cricket and playing a lot of one-day cricket that I'll be able to get the rhythm and the feel of the game. And, um, uh, you know, lucky for myself that I had some opportunities open up and, you know, somehow played um, 19 straight games in a row. So, um, yeah, it, it truly, you know, the way it unfolded is truly a miracle how it all, uh, how it all unfolded from, um, from where I started, that's for sure. Yeah, miracle from your words, and I accept that 100%, but the amount of work you put in, did I mean, you probably can't hit balls any more than you hit balls. You and Steve Smith hit balls. So how did you keep your confidence up, and how, how did you work your way back into the kind of form that we saw come the end of it? Um, I just felt like I was batting really well, you know, from South Africa leading into the World Cup, and then in the World Cup, I probably had to navigate a few different scenarios that, you know, probably didn't let me play as freely as I did, especially with those two losses early on. Um, and I think, like, but I felt like the whole time I was ready, I was playing really well. Um, I didn't feel like I was... Um, yeah, and I felt like when the moment was right, I was going to capitalise. And, you know, lucky enough, um, the final was um, was the opportunity to build a partnership with Travis and uh, win the World Cup. Did you feel the pressure at all from the Indian crowd? I mean, 90,000 plus, it was all blue. Or is that the kind of thing that Australians seem to thrive on in the world of cricket and uh, you almost use it to your advantage, even though most would have believed it would have been a disadvantage? Yeah, I think you're spot on. I think it's it's one of those moments where, you know, once it, it's more the nerves before you bat, I've always found. It's not It's not once you get out there and you're playing, um, you know, you're not nervous. You're just out there. You're just playing. But it's waiting to bat and you see the ball, you know, especially when Travis is going gung-ho from ball one, just plays and misses, and then he absolutely creams one. And then, you know, so you're on the edge of your seat. And I'm, I'm a nervous cricket watcher at the best of times. Um, so, yeah, I think then, you know, that that part's nervous. But once you get out there and you're actually just playing, I think you, you sort of just settle back and you're comfortable and you just... You know, you just go out there and play. You did come in at three for 47, so the pressure was on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, it was probably a match made in heaven, Travis and I, in that scenario. Him at one end, putting pressure on the bowlers, and me at the other end, just absorbing the pressure and just navigating that um, scenario. Um, I think that was, the, you know, a, a really good match. We were able to sort of, you know, get England from both sides. They needed wickets and we were able to starve them off that. And Travis was, a, was at the other end and putting um, pressure and uh, on the bowlers. And you never really, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but you in some ways never have to talk again. Your bat has done the talking for you in the biggest moment in Australian cricket. So there must be an enormous amount of satisfaction in that. Yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely some personal satisfaction, especially with, you know, where, where, where my journey started at the start of this World Cup and, um, and yeah, on, on the biggest stage, you know, being able to just um, build a partnership there with Travis and, and see Australia home. I think that was one of the most satisfying things. We didn't let them in again. You know, they had a sniff early and then we sort of put them to bed and I think that's what's, really pleasing you know a lot of times in those sort of chases all of a sudden you need 60 or 70 and you lose a couple of wickets and all of a sudden then the pressure gets up again and 
we were sort of able to keep them at bay um, uh, apart from that sort of early stage uh, where they and got... Pac- Go on. No, 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 well, where they got the early wickets. And Pat Cummins, his captaincy overall and the way he's led this team from the outset has been amazing, but on the day itself, he seemed to pull all the right strings. Yeah, I think that was um, certainly Pat's best day um, uh, with the ball as well. I think I've never seen um, someone bowl, you know, the sequencing with his deliveries, bowling the right balls at the right time um, like he did. Um, I haven't seen, you know, that from a middle-overs bowler, a pace bowler, especially in a long time. And, you know, a lot of credit's got to go to him. And tactically, I think Andrew McDonald and, um, you know, our, our analyst and, and, and Pat really got it right with with their tactical moves at the toss firstly, but then also um, with navigating, you know, the different scenarios um, and putting pressure on the Indian batters to get those early wickets. And I think our thought was when we went in, we wanted them five down at 30, and that's exactly what they did. And, you know, the bowlers did a fantastic job, and Pat uh, led from the front there. So you were under immense pressure and delivered big time on the biggest stage. Pat Cummins, under immense pressure, delivered big time on the biggest stage. Andrew McDonald's coaching, how how big is it for him under the pressure he was under coming into? Well, some boxes tick now when you think you retain the Ashes, um, you won the World Test Championship, and you just won this thing. Uh, I mean, his coaching record and his coaching um, speaks for itself. I think it's not... Um, you know, there's no never doubt in us. I think he's created such a great environment. Him and Pat work really well together. And I think from from a team perspective, you know, we obviously rate him very highly and respect him very highly, his ability and his job as a, as a player, uh, as a coach. Um, and I think this is just, you know, the icing on the cake really for, for someone like him and for our whole team, you know, all the work, all the time spent away this year. I think it's almost been seven or six months spent away from home this uh, this year. Um and we haven't even started our home summer yet. And, and to be able to sort of navigate that, firstly, being away from home, and then also, you know, like you said, win the Ashes, win the Ashes, win um, the World Test Championship, and now win the World Cup in India um, against India in the final. Yeah, just, just amazing, really. How much does chemistry play a part then, Marnus? Um, oh, it certainly does. I think, you know, having a good team environment, having a nice, relaxed um, environment, I think certainly um, is what it's all about, especially in tournament play. Uh, when you're spending, like you said, seven or eight months together, I think you need that. And if you don't have that, I think um, it makes it really difficult to be on tour for so long. Do you think that's the way of the future, putting more trust in the players, making it more relaxed, uh, having you enjoy every moment rather than put pressure on every moment? Um, I think I think for, for our group at the stage we're at in our, in our in our careers and with the senior players, it, it's the perfect mix. But I, I think there's different times that different things might be necessary. You know, um, once this team transitions into a bit of a younger group, um, you know, guys don't know their games as well as the likes of Steve Smith and David Warner. You know, Glenn Maxwell and those you know those type of players. So. Um, when that transition happens, you know, that's where coaches and, and, and staff, um, and, and that's what they are, they're adaptable, and, and they'll find a way to then uh, navigate with the, the new group. And there seems like a more of a sharing of family than ever before, and I know how important it is for you as well. Sorry, say that again. It seems like there's more of a sharing 
of these moments with family as well? As if it's a whole family, your partners, your children. You've mentioned your faith. I mean, it's all wrapped up in this. It's the new way. Yeah, I think it's it's hard not to do the journey with your family. It means so much. They sacrifice so much being, you know, away from us. So to share the journey and to share the experiences with them is is utterly important. And I think, um, yeah, I can't really uh, put words to what it means to to have my family such a big part of my my cricket career. And you're about to dominate the summer. You're in that good of form, Marnus. Uh, you're looking forward to it. Uh, you got to get yourself ready. That's it. I can't wait. I can't wait for for a bit of Test cricket and um, you know getting starting this summer off well and and then yeah, like you said, um, haven't really soaked in that there's uh, the summer's just around the corner. So, so what's on your agenda? You've got BBL still as well. Yeah, there, there's BBL. There's Shield cricket. There's a few things before that Test summer starts. So we'll see how everything unfolds and 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 and, and how we're going. But um, yeah, like I said. Um, there's a lot of cricket to, to be played um, before the Test summer as well, so uh, it's going to be good. But no such thing as too much cricket for you. You seem like you'd love it. You can't wait to get a bat in your hand every day. That's it. No, you got you got to make sure you stay nice and fresh mentally and physically. And I feel like uh, I'm in pretty good, um, pretty good, pretty good condition. Sorry, my daughter's just waving at me. Um, <laughs> pretty good condition uh, and feeling really good. And 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 you know, being back with a family. Uh, refreshes you pretty quickly and you know yeah pretty nice to see uh, your daughter's face when you rock up at the airport so that brings a lot of joy to you and um uh, yeah so it's very exciting to to sort of be home and be able to spend some time with him yeah family's the most important thing Marnus. i'll let you get back to yours so if your daughter's looking at you enough of me more of her thanks for your time congratulations again um awesome. you've become one of the icons of australian sport with your performance on the biggest stage and uh we all love you for it Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Marnus Labashane joining us, and you can catch every ball of the upcoming summer of cricket across the SEN network. The BBL starts December 7th. The first test starts December 14th. Marnus Labashane having a chat to us after an amazing performance uh, coming in when Australia were on the ropes a bit, 58 from 110 balls, and sharing that partnership with Travis Head, who uh, 137 from 127 balls. It's something that we will talk about for quite a long time to come. Been an absolute pleasure to have a chat to Joel Silver and for Marnus Labuschagne. Keep your texts coming through. Quite a few coming through on Marnus Labuschagne. I really appreciate how many people have taken the time to send through a text today. Um, yeah, Marnus would be the only cricketer in history to use a World Cup final as a net session. He's certainly got himself ready for the summer of cricket coming. So I can't wait to be part of that and part of SEN's coverage of 